Hello, everybody. Welcome back to your favorite daytime, nighttime radio station. I'm your co-host, Ed Milligan. I'm your co-host, Box. And this is Slide Rock Radio. How's it going, Mogs? Uh, you know, living, dreaming, living the dream, and hanging in there. Yeah, another day in paradise? Sure. I never quite understood that phrase. I don't know. It's like everybody another says Another day it. in paradise? Yeah, but like... What do you mean you don't? Paradise, that's like pretty work. straightforward. But it's like, people say that about things that aren't paradise. You know? I don't think so. Well, I, I don't know. I guess know. it's supposed to be sarcastic. Yeah, it's like a little sarcastic kind of phrase. Everybody always sounds so cool when they say it. And whenever I say it, I feel like I sound like a, like a, like a dwab. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, do you have anything like that? Like you hear other people say it and you're like, wow, they sound really cool. And then whenever you say it, it's, uh, it just doesn't have that same, like oomph um i don't know maybe i can't think of anything like right now maybe like i don't know (laughs) i i literally like can't like i know that that's happened to me before but i literally can't think of like a single solid example of it happening because you are the cool one you're, you're the yeah, one that everything I say is cool, from. I guess. Yeah, you're just the <laughs> coolest kid in school. Speaking of um, school, do we want to go to local news happenings? Yeah, sure. Because it's it, uh, last weekend was a homecoming weekend here in Slide Rock, Colorado. And while uh, the East Coast was battening down the hatches for Hurricane Fiona... We up here, we're battening the hatches down for teenage debauchery. Every year that the... Every every year homecoming weekend doesn't uh, re- result in a string of grisly murders is a, is a good weekend. Good homecoming Uh, I guess so. It sounds like you're describing... You're making it sound like we live in, like, Heathers. <laughs> Like what? Know, man, those teenagers are wilding, you know. You you, you don't have morals enough to die. Mm. Yes. <laughs> I would ar- I would argue differently. I would argue that you have more rules. No, I said morals. Oh yes, that no. Okay, that does make sense. <laughs> That's why That's you need twenty rules. The, what's like... the most morally like dubious thing you've done? Like in like as a kid or like in high school or something uh i mean there's that there's the time that i got framed for car theft Mm. for something that i definitely did but it wasn't car theft oh right 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 and the we'll mention it well okay so i was out you know i was with the the I, i was on the the slide rock high school swim team uh, and we were having ourselves a little party, and someone had the bright idea of playing Fugitive, which if you don't know at home, Fugitive is a game where you uh, there's two people in a car, and everybody else is a runner, and yet all the runners have got to get from point A to point B without getting caught by the people in the car. And obviously one person in the car is the driver, and one person is the car of the tagger. It's not a game where you run each other over with a car. The tagger has to get out of the car and tag the people, and then they join your crew. And best case scenario is you get a little clown car of taggers going around. And yeah, it's kind of like it's like gang tag. Yes, with automobiles. Um, and so I was the driver, and we're driving around the little neighborhood, and... My tagger says, oh, hey, like, I think I saw someone go under that camper. There's like this, there's like a camper thing outside of someone's house. And they're like, I think I saw someone go under there. And so I'm like, okay, uh, I'm going to drive up. I'm going to stop. And then my tagger gets out and he's like looking under the camper. And then the, mm. the lights 
on the house turn on and someone's like yelling and my tagger like runs back to the car i'm like get in get in get in get in and we drive away and i neglected to mention that i was driving with my headlights off in order to better sneak up on uh unsuspecting runners and so later i'm driving around uh in the direction of the high school uh, uh slide rock high and there's a there's like a band concert happening there that night or something like that huh. and this cop pulls behind me and turns on their lights and i'm like oh what's going on and they pull me over the cop i'm like what's the problem officer and she's like <laughs> <laughs> she's like i'm just picturing cr- like a high school age like fresh faced like and i i don't know i'm picturing in my mind that you were very like sweaty and anxious in this moment because there's yes. no way that like a cop pulled you over and you weren't having a mental breakdown oh yeah no 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 it, it wasn't like oh i was like <laughs> any problem officer it was uh, uh any uh problem oh, uh, officer, officer? <laughs> <laughs> there was probably at least one good voice crack in there yeah, no, I'm like a junior in high school, and there's like this freshman next to me uh, in my car. <laughs> and, and so this 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 cop lady's like, we got a report about a car driving with your lights off, uh, driving with uh, blacked out, uh, stealing cars or breaking into vehicles. Uh, around here and I couldn't help but notice that you're driving around with your lights blacked out mm, I was like uh, suspicious <laughs> mm, suspicious yes <laughs> so I proceed to say oh no uh, I'm just taking my brother here to the band thing at Slide Rock High which we were oriented towards just down the street from uh, and so the, the cop lady uh clearly not buying it a ton but maybe just enough uh said well because we pulled you over we got to take you down your license uh but just uh, don't drive blacked out anymore and i was like okay and so they took my license and gave it back after they wrote down my name or uh, presumably and i drove away i am maybe 70 percent sure that that cop thought that somebody was like, oh, maybe a car got stolen. And then she saw you and just realized you were probably a fucking dumb kid driving with your <laughs> lights off because you didn't realize that, like, you had to do that yet or something. And yeah, then was just no, like, for yeah, sure. whatever, I'll take you out of place. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just like, oh, yes, this, my brother, most definitely not my brother. Uh, Did he look not, like your brother? Not terrifically i mean we both had like darker Mm. hair but i mean it's a good thing it was nighttime let's just say that yeah so yeah that's probably the most lawfully dubious thing i've ever done okay i mean i don't know if i really asked for like specifically lawfully dubious but yeah oh wait i forget what was the what was the problem i guess i said it was like morally yeah never mind i I guess that's the most teenage morally that's the most teenage debauchery moral. I was ever involved in. That's pretty good teenage debauchery. I mean, it's pretty tame by like the most standard. But yeah, yeah. no, especially the Slide Rock standard. No supernatural yeah. occurrences. No grisly murders. Uh, just some regular stuff. Yeah, fair enough. How about you? Um. Honestly, I've been thinking about it a little bit because I realized the second I asked that question, it would get turned back on me. Um, I mean, of course. So I've been trying to think about it. And, like, honestly, I can't think of anything, like, very intense. There was definitely... I mean, I definitely maybe, like, cheated on a test once or twice, but, like, who hasn't? And then... Plagiarism? Improperly cited sources? No, I wouldn't say plagiarism at all. I was always careful about that because I thought teachers would actually look at the bibliography. <laughs> um, but it was more so like, 
like, let me glance at your paper a little bit on this, like, test, sort of. Oh, my gosh. Um, that reminds me. Oh, fuck. Uh, uh, one time when I was in the seventh grade, someone cheated off of me in a test, and I got mm. in trouble for it. Oh, that's the worst. Well, I guess yeah, I didn't well, I hope I didn't get, get anybody in trouble. In trouble. There was one time that my I had a, a Spanish teacher, and we mm-hmm. did not necessarily get along. He seemed about as passionate as, about the language as like any other guy who's teaching for a salary alone. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. I didn't enjoy his class. I don't think he enjoyed his class, and that was like a mutual agreement between us and the teach. And so, like. I don't know. There was like one day that we had a quiz and I just was being like a little jokester and like I never really did anything super zany, but like and this isn't even that zany, but I just kind of like for the heck of it, just like on an impulse whim, I stood up and erased the quiz off the board. What? Like, before we got in the room. Yeah, like I don't really know what came over like came over me because me and this teacher definitely did not have that sort of relationship where that was like haha funny joke, you know? <laughs> But I just felt like, oh, chaos. yeah, like I was like, oh, well, this will be funny. And so I just kind of like erased it as like a little like pranky joke. Because like, of course, we were still going to have it. I didn't think he was going to actually forget about it. Um, But then he came in and he was like fucking pissed. Like <laughs> I had never seen this man like actually mad before, but he was angry. Like he was fucking angry. And he was like, who did it? Who did it? I'll give, like, an A to whoever tells me erase the board. And I was like, whoa. (laughs) Yeah. Did anybody rat on you? No. Well, I think he was kind of joking about it. Like, I think everybody thought that he probably wasn't actually legit in that claim. So, like, nobody ratted on me. And it's, like, the most... It still stands out to me as one of the most, like... What the... In this moment, this entire class of near strangers had my back, and I will forever be thankful for it. Cause like, (laughs) I yeah, I like just never. I never imagined that he would be so mad about it. Like it was just like a quiz on a board. Like it's not like I erased the questions. It was just the fact that we had it on like the docket of things to do that day. You erased it off of like the plan. Yeah, basically. So it's not like he had to, like, rewrite, like, a whole quiz or something like that. It's, like, literally all he had to do was just be like, yeah, we're still having the quiz. Like, but he was just, he was so mad. And there was one time, this isn't really a high school thing, but it's come to my mind as, like, like, I remember when it was happening, it was, like, this is my moment. This is, like, my teenage moment. Except for it was maybe in, like, middle school. Um, And there was one time I was trick-or-treating. It was, it was a Diary of the Wimpy Kid moment. Diary um, of the Wimpy Kid. <laughs> I'm the Wimpy Kid. <laughs> I'm Greg Heffley. Uh, and we were, like, trick-or-treating, and my friends and I were at this house. And I can't remember, but I think, like, it was, like, a dare sort of thing where one of my friends was just like, oh, I'll give you, like, ten bucks. Or, like, oh, I'll give you, like, my biggest candy bar or something if you French that, like, the zombie. Um. Yeah. And so I, like, did it. It was just, like, a Halloween decoration. But, like, I just, like, full-on macked it, like, tongue and everything. Which I don't, like... (laughs) Like, now that I'm older, I think about it a lot. Because, like, that thing was probably sitting in a dusty basement for, like... There's probably so many dead skin cells that were built up on that thing. All right, but on a scale of hot or not, uh, 1 to 10, how, how, how would you rate this Halloween decoration? Oh, I thought you were going to say how hot was the kiss. Because I was going to say, in my mind, oh, it was like you. a 10. Dec- like, I was like, I'm being so cool right now. But if you had seen it from a distance, it was probably like, it was like abysmally low. It was like a 0.5. Like, okay. <laughs> if you saw me doing that, you'd probably be like, there's something wrong with this one. But what about the decoration? Um, what kind of decoration was it? Was it like a, like a witch, in- a skeleton, a Frankenman? Uh, in terms of how hot the decoration was, I think it was like... I don't know. It was like, it was very basic. I remember it being one of those crusty looking zombie kind of things. But like oh, the ones you would zombo. hang like from a light or something. Mm-hmm. But it was like supposed to look kind of crusty. And 
I don't know. I remember there was like a decent hole where its mouth was. Ooh. Uh, yeah. So room yeah. to work with. I I'm telling you, I thought I looked so hot in that moment, and I absolutely did not. Just um, Frenched that Zambo like the king of Versailles right there. Yeah. It, in my mind, I was like, this is my movie moment. Like, this is, I'm being so cool and rebellious right now. And, like, it was it was probably just more so gross. And I don't even remember what I got in return. Like, I think, I think maybe they never even gave me the thing I was supposed to get or whatever. I don't know. It was a disappointing <laughs> experience kind of all around. <laughs> awesome. But Speaking yeah, those disappointing are disappointing experiences, do we want to head over yeah. to Craigslist for Craig? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was i was gonna say <laughs> that's a good way of like putting that it transition. um <laughs> yeah welcome to craigie or to the craigie we're we're on best of craigslist where we try to find really good craigslist postings um yeah and this is actually you know the way we've introduced this has made it kind of good because this one's just literally just called hey craig thanks nice um is originally the posted the titular huh? Craig. the titular yeah, Craig. The Craig this one was posted it's in the rant and raves category nice posted in the san francisco bay area on the 2nd of april 2016 right. which was a wild year all around so i don't blame this person for ranting and raving the spring preceding the pokemon go summer that's true that is true so this was actually this was the good part of 2016. Um, it was posted at 13:35, which means something. One thirty in the afternoon. One thirty. Okay, cool. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for translating. Okay, this one says, "Dear Craig, whoever the heck you are, I really don't care. I was buying something about 20 years ago when a friend of mine said something about Craig's List." I really did not pay attention. I didn't care. And I sure wasn't going to trust the advice of some dude named Craig, who I didn't even know existed. <laughs> now, 20 years later, I just made a very cool trade on Craig's list. That was done only because I really love a good story. Last night, a woman called about a used walker that I had for sale on Craig's list. For 15 bucks. She didn't know that I actually bought it used and only paid $5 for it. Damn. <laughs> this person's upselling a walker. <laughs> the woman was Scamming willing to drive over people. to my place about 20 or so miles from where I live. And she happened to live right next to Val's Burgers on the border of Castro Valley and Hayward. I told the lady who was calling me that if she bought me a burger from Val's that I'd give her the walker for free. She laughed uproariously, and we ended up spending half an hour talking about all our good memories of eating at the best burger place in the entire San Francisco Bay Area. Val's Burgers? Awesome. Can anybody corroborate that? Watch as they, like, close during the pandemic or something. Oof. We, um, we burger memories. Yeah. Uh, ended up talking about all the memories. Yeah, area. Oh, I didn't realize that this sentence kept going. Sorry, there's a comma there. That somehow is still almost the little hole in the wall that most people have only driven past or never even heard of. Sorry, that's a monster sentence. Um, mm -hmm. I told her how I had once sold an item on Craigslist from a man from New Zealand who claimed to be an international chef traveling through the United States. I told the man if he bought the item I was selling, I'd come down in my price by $300 on one condition. We all go to eat a burger at Valve's Burgers. And if he didn't think it was one of the best burgers he'd ever eaten, then I'd drop 300 off the price. Needless to say, wait, yeah. Needless to say, I didn't have to drop the price because he said, this is one of the three best burgers I've eaten while traveling the United States. It's really good. I should have listened to you and got it on the toasted sliced sourdough. So Craig, Please. Who the hell are you? This is a... <laughs> <laughs> this one meanders so... a bit, I should say. <laughs> so, Craig, who yeah. the hell are you? Why did you ever dream of doing this cool thing called Craigslist? I just want to thank you. Free. I get to sell stuff for free. 
I got to have a cool story that I'm one of the only people who has ever had vowels delivered to his doorstep 20 miles away. I ended up giving the woman 10 bucks and the walker in exchange for two vowels of mama burgers and the steak fries. What a great deal. My apologies to those of you who choose to refrain from eating certain foods if this post finds some offense. Okay. Um, I see women who are posted on Craigslist with... I see, oh, I see women who po are posted on Craigslist with prices attached to various services. I believe in free trade. Unless it's buying burgers. Like, what? <laughs> this guy... <laughs> I believe in free trade, except for, like, buy me a burger. Where is this And going? only hope that these women are willingly offering those services. I hope... I know of people who use Craigslist to post fake ads, selling things they don't even own, ripping people off, etc., Surely we know. This is like the Craigslist anthem. This is, we have yeah. found like the post of Craigslist. This is I mean, like a mission statement. It's addressed to Craig himself. Yeah. Sure, we know there are some very sick individuals who have used Craigslist and other forms of communication to harm or even kill other people who fell into a trap, sadly, because they trusted someone who was not worthy of their trust. I'm willing to bet that the average Craigslist user like me has made some bunches of sales of, for stuff on Craigslist that benefited both seller and user. Yeah, I would sure fucking hope if the site is still up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's basically like, I'm willing to bet that this site works sometimes, like for its intended use. <laughs> I bought a bike rack the other day from a guy who didn't even have to get out of his car on the high street in Alameda, and I handed him the 30 bucks he requested in his ad only two or so hours previously. We both got what we wanted at something like 80% off retail, all for free. I have no freaking idea how Craig makes money off this site, except there are certain posters who pay for ads. Not me. Not any of the people I've met in the hundreds of sales I've been involved in over the last 20 or so years. I also have to thank my friend Linda from Chicago, who I met in Oakland, my place of birth. Linda was in her, her 40s. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Thanks. This, this person like has the most fascinating way of putting sentences together like Frankenstein. Like this is, this is a fascinating mode of storytelling. This is a fascinating. This is I've never read something that was made in this way. It Linda just, was in her like 40s when she, she got a form of cancer that caused her blindness and eventually loss of life. That is once again a wild <laughs> sentence. I'm sorry to Linda, but that's a wild sentence. Yeah. Yeah. Linda laughed when I first rejected the idea of using a thing on the internet called the Craigslist. Thanks for reading. Crank? Did you say the Craigslist? <laughs> I said the Craigslist. Although there's not actually a the there. I inserted that in my brain meets. Um, no. <laughs> Craigslist. Sorry. I might have I Craigsed it. Uh, <laughs> thanks for reading. Warning. Don't bother reading anything below. It is pure sarcasm. Keywords: okay. furniture, cars, truck, van, camper, mirrors, bicycles, bike racks, chairs, sofa, patio furniture, recreational stuff for all types, ski equipment, lumber tools, blah, blah, blah. It keeps going, keeps going. Um, dog Sorry. and cat crates donated by people for Valley Fire victims. So much other stuff I've transacted on Craigslist that is totally, that, that it totals probably over $100,000 over the last 20 years and it didn't cost me anything to post. Also, as I am in a good mood currently, I hereby forgive all rather rude Craigslist users who have flagged my ads in the past. First of all, this person explicitly <laughs> said earlier that they didn't use ads, but whatever. <laughs> Forgiveness. What a thing. Most, li most likely for my refusal to lower my price, including those who have harassed me by flagging me repeatedly with tightness in my chest. I forgive you. Ah, uh, just knock it off for Craigslist's sake. Be nice. Acts of random kindness, please. By the way, I had to repost this ad an hour after I originally posted it, as it had had been almost immediately flagged for removal. How ironic. How fitting. How symbolic of the way we as humans should learn to coexist and move on without doing any harm. 
yet whomever whomever flagged the ad for whatever reason also is free and that's what i like about craigslist except the challenge be thankful and engage in random acts of kindness thanks this post this makes- is it's this is it's craigslist jesus also there's uh an image that was like posted with this ad and i'm gonna send it to you because it's definitely not what you're expecting <laughs> i expect an image of craigs uh, it's is this the it's a coffee place? shop it's, a it's coffee just shop. like a it's a coffee stand like you would think it was the burger place that this person was raving about for like half a page but no it's a coffee stand this is the craigslist gospel you found it this you is it. pretty like, much i would say if there's like a mission statement for craigslist this would be it although <laughs> it seems to me that this is entirely meant to be like jokey like, I, guess I think that this that is supposed everything to be beyond a certain point was supposed to be sarcastic. But like part of me is like, well, it seems like all of the first part of it was pretty sarcastic, too. But I don't know. Maybe I'm bad at reading these. It, um, it This is a bit of an enigma. This thing feels it reads to me like it was written by Christian. It reads to me like it was written by the divine. <laughs> two very different interpretations <laughs> um, the the divine i don't know something about this is like very reminiscent of the way like christian used to write things like sentences that are just like almost like they kind of make sense but they're a little weird in a lot of ways it does this is very much like the craigslist gospel though like this yeah, is no. the, the core tenets of craigslist living Although it's also posed as an open letter to Craig himself. Yeah. No, it's it's literally it's the it's 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 Craig the man reaching out to Craig the god asking just to show their message. It's definitely a zany read. I Yeah. I don't know. I <laughs> This seems like a very fascinating person to meet in real life. Also, I'm really curious about Val's Burgers and whether or not it's A, nearly as good as they say it is, or B, like, exists anymore. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Speaking of some out-of-pocket responses, um, I've just, I've brought in Poby, our internet correspondent, and asked them uh, if they've ever seen if they've ever used Craigslist. Uh, and uh, Poby says, "No, is that a dating site? It sounds scary, like the Craigslist killer movie. A bit too scary for me." Okay, that's you know what I've I laughed at the part where this person mentioned that some like oh some people have used Craigslist for ill like bad things, and I completely a hundred for forgot about the fact that craigslist did result in like murder (laughs) once or twice yeah (laughs) Um, just like slide rock homecoming well you know um it's just a murder wow you'd certainly think we'd be more torn about about somebody dying in our community um Eh, yeah happens (laughs) high school you know (laughs) (laughs) that's awful um rest in peace yeah rest in peace i'm gonna ask poby how they made it through high school how did poby make it through high school i poby must have been cool and high right no maybe i was talking to some friends the other day and my friends were like oh yeah we were definitely like cool people in high school and i just had like the most like insane like bout of jealousy (laughs) that like like i imagine being able to so coolly and calmly just be like yeah i guess i was popular in high school like what the fuck it's a luxury of the gods yeah (laughs) i was just out alive you you have no idea he said made it out alive (laughs) and ready to go to college Moby went to college See, look, Poby was worried about na- about not making it out of high school alive too. 
It's a battlefield out there. It is a battlefield. <laughs> That's true. You walk in the bathroom, kids are vaping. You just got to deal with it. Asking probably, uh, Poby for his high school survival strategy. He, I mean, they got to have some wisdom, right? For sure. If you can survive on the internet, you can survive anywhere. That's actually a good question. I don't know how I survived high school, but I did. Me as well. Oh my <laughs> god, Poby. We're connecting on all sorts of things. <laughs> We're connecting on a special level right now. I mean, because that's, like, honestly it. Like, have you ever, like, I don't know, anytime I've ever, like, talked to somebody about high school, it's never, like, oh, yeah, I came out doing really well. Like, it's, like, oh, I came out, like, I got out of high school. Like, I survived. I told Poby we're connecting on a special level right now, and Poby said, you mean we are not in high school anymore? Wow, that is amazing. Oh. Was I there all this time? Oh my gosh, imagine if you woke up in like a, if you were like in a coma and it turns out you were still back in high school. Don't even, don't even, let's not, listen, I know we've been joking about people dying, but, but that's, that's too far, man. We aren't in high school anymore, Poby. <laughs> oh, whoops, I put a question mark at the end of that. <laughs> yeah, everybody's mark. confused today. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> We all woke up thinking we were in fucking high school still, huh? It's the homecoming weekend, man. The, 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 the teens must have dumped out some toxic ooze or something. It's causing the whole town to hallucinate. <laughs> <laughs> and we all Perfect. think we're in high school. We all think we're back in high school. I probably would have done a lot more stuff in high school if I was able to go back. Oh, gosh. Like if I woke up again and i was in high school again i would have like it would be crazy i'd be doing like so much stuff now with the hindsight i have now well yeah just like like, how my life is i feel like the first thing you realize when you get out of high school is how much or how little anything in high school actually matters right yeah much less seriously i would have taken everything for sure i definitely would have like gotten coffee more like, I would have been so cool if I could go back to high school now. Yeah. Although, I do have to say, there's, um... This is a little weird, but, like... uh, There was this person in my high school who would come into class literally every single day. It would always be after lunch, so I guess she got coffee after lunch. And she would always have a Starbucks drink. And mm. I've been thinking about that a lot recently. Because, like, I don't know. That must have been, like, crazy amounts of money. Because it was every single day. Or, like, at least every other day. And I just... Like, I I wish I could live life with that reckless abandon. But also, that was probably way too much money. And she could have bought a house with that or something. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure she's hurting for it now. Could have sent three kids to college with all that Starbucks money. Literally. And I was like, I think that was the first time that it was ever like I realized, like I truly realized what financial responsibility meant. Which is like, you probably shouldn't be getting Starbucks every single day if you're in high school. Like, if you don't have a job in high school. Probably. I'm guessing it wasn't even really her money. Or maybe it was her money. Maybe she was, maybe she was like into crypto like early. Yeah, maybe she was just girl bossing on the weekends and making a ton of money. Yeah, who? I don't know. Who am I to judge? I don't know. I just she was probably like single handedly paying like half the salaries of the baristas there, though. Yeah, you think she ever? Because what? That's like five to seven dollars every single day. You know. I don't know. I don't. I I haven't been in a Starbucks in years. I don't know what the prices. Count are like yourself there. lucky. I'm not a coffee drinker. Count yourself drinker. very lucky. I, can I, this, we don't even have to put this in the app, but I'm like, yeah, I've been sure. thinking about it a hot minute because I've, my coffee has gotten like, I keep seeing it at like, because I got one of them Keurigs, so I get the K-Cups. Mm-hmm. 
and K cups. I yeah. keep seeing K cups like when I'm going grocery shopping, and yeah. I keep going, "Oh, well, I can stock up on all the fall flavors right now, and then I won't have to worry about buying them later on." Uh-huh. But like, I also keep seeing different prices for everything. So like the other day, I saw like some for seven dollars, and I was like, "Oh shit, seven dollars for like sixteen cups? That's a steal." But then mm-hmm. I saw some, and it was like five dollars for 12 cups which like i'm not good at math so somebody's probably gonna tell me that i'm actually shopping horribly but it was like whatever six dollars for like 12 cups and i was like oh fuck that's a steal and so i bought anyway what it's come down to now is that i have about six packages of k-cup coffee all with about 12 to 16 cups in each of them which means that i'm like i'm so set right now for like the rest of my life and yet I can't stop myself from being like, well, I don't know. Maybe that's a better deal. Every time I'm like in a grocery store. <laughs> wow. I, I, I genuinely didn't expect a diatribe on your, your K-cup spending habits. I, it's good radio. It's, it's a, I'm so sorry. That, that, well, that's why I was like, we could cut this out. But like, I just, it's, they're kind of like, like, I just feel a weird amount of shame around it. Like, every time I'm walking around, I just see, like, the pile of them in the corner. Because I don't have a good place to put them, so they've been piling up in the corner of my room. And every time I see them, it's like this, like, little monster just kind of reminding me, like, you've probably spent, like, 40 more dollars on coffee than you needed to, or something like that. <laughs> like, yeah! Like... <laughs> I mean, unless you're just going to be drinking fall style coffee for the rest of the year. But that's like kind of the vibe. Like, I, I'm i not bad. I guess I'm not upset about that. But I keep thinking to myself, well, it's going to pay off because then I'm going to stop buying coffee someday and I'll be set for life. And I'm that day's not coming. I keep <laughs> buying coffee. <laughs> when the apocalypse happens, I'll be set. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, you know. <laughs> I, I'll th- be, this is like I'll be the, the most unimportant waste. story ever. <laughs> Sitting it's on my just... throne of K cups. <laughs> I yeah yeah, it's like a physical <sighs> manifestation of everything wrong with me. Um. Anyway, that was such You've... an insanely not useful. Sorry that anybody had to listen to that. I'm so we Um. Let's cryptid watch. Are we ready to move on? Get crypto. Yeah. Not crypto watch. Crypto. Welcome to crypto watch where we're going to be telling you about all your favorite crypto schemes. Um, the Ron Watkins dollar (laughs) just dropped. Uh, it got three bucks in returns and then he used it to all buy porn. Wow. Very cool. Ron Watkins. Thank you. Um, (laughs) and this has been your Ron Watkins update. (laughs) That's been your Ron Watkins and crypto update. Ron Watkins, honestly, a cryptid unto himself. Yeah. Um, yeah let's get to the I real have, Yeah, so this is Cryptid Watch, where I talk about cryptid things. Um, and just cryptids that you should be on the lookout for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one is actually, like, I found this while looking up our last cryptid. So oh. this is, like, I've been sitting on this one for, like, a week. And last um, week we covered the beast of the land between the lakes. If you missed that, if you're interested in, that, yeah, check out. If you're F- interested in hearing one about a a beast between lakes, that's that's the app for you. Um, but this one is so. This is a blog, I guess, of some kind by a man named Denver Michaels. Um, and it has a bit of a the Pines Barrens kind of institute vibe to it, where it's like I think oh, he the just return sort of, of the Pines Barrens Institute. Well, yeah, but I, this isn't the But it's oh, got like uh, dang I don't false know. alarm. Everyone, pack it up. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I know that you all come here just for that. But this is, I don't know. It seems that this guy writes books or something like that. But there's this guy named Denver Michaels, and he's got mm-hmm. he's got books. He's got a shop. He's got a YouTube channel. Um. He's got like an about cool the name. author page. He seems to be uh in a a quite the paranormal kind of guy. Like he seems really into paranormal things. His about the author page has this absolute radical photo on it. <laughs> um, 
which is like exactly maybe what you'd expect from a guy named Denver Michaels who writes about paranormal. He is maybe the closest thing we have to real life like Fox Mulder. Um, He gives that energy to me. Also, for some reason, Discord is having a hard time processing that photo, but you'll get it someday. Um, Oh, there we go. Raw. Oh, dang. Yeah. No wonder Discord had. Isn't that one of the dopest pictures? It's like (laughs) him. If you've ever seen that neat statue of like the Mothman, I I don't remember where it is. It's probably in West Virginia, where the Mothman's from. But um, it's like him in front of that statue, but he's got these like cool shades on and this like slight smirk on his face, like he's like ready to take this thing on. And you can definitely see him holding his phone in the sunglasses. He's, um, he's looking away from it like a action hero looks away from an, like walks away from an explosion. Yeah, that's exactly the type of thing that I would say. Yeah, he, he's got that look about him. Also, it says on here that him and his wife sold their home in the spring of 2020 and now travel the country full time in an RV. Um, cool. So this guy is doing the van life. And also so being he, a paranormal junkie. So what's he reporting on today? Okay, yeah. So I found this article that he made. Um, I guess he technically made the last article we looked at, too, or one of them. And this one is called... The... I'm going to butcher this. The Pens... Pe, oh, Pensacola Sea Monster Attacks Teenage Boys. Pensacola. Pensacola. Thank like you. Florida? Uh, I guess so. Let's read it. On March 26, 1962, the, the Ocala Star Banner ran an article about a Pensacola sea monster that attacked five teenage boys. The piece was titled, Four Teenage Skin Divers Still Missing After Raft is Abandoned. The, ne- the text of the story is as follows. Four teenage skin divers remain missing today after abandoning their tide-swept rubber raft in the Gulf of Mexico Saturday. A fifth youth swam two miles to shore about dark, about dark Saturday. The four were Bradford Rice, 14, Warren Felly, 16, Eric Rule, 16, and Larry Stewart Bill, 17. The mm. fifth youth... The fifth youth... I hate that they do that. The fifth youth was Brian McCleary, 16, found sleeping on a beach near Fort McRae early Sunday. I have to say, if all my friends died, I think I my first reaction would not be to like take a nap on the beach, but I don't know, to each their own. Maybe he was um, sleepy. Maybe, maybe he was just sleepy. Maybe it was a, McCleary said maybe he and the other four kids were skin diving in the Gulf when the tide began carrying them to sea. Swells broke over their raft. He said they tried to move the bu- to a buoy, but missed. Then he said they abandoned the raft and swam ashore. The raft washes so- ashore on Gulf Beach. Face masks, shoes, and fins were inside. McCleary said he, Bill, and Rule developed cramps, and they separated about dark. The five were from nearby Fort Walton Beach. Mm-hmm. I know, it doesn't sound too too insane, but... Brian McCleary, this is back to a Denver's writing, thanks Denver. Brian McCleary told a different tale than the newspaper. According to McCleary, he and his friends encountered a deadly sea monster. Only Whoa. McCleary escaped with his life. The Pensacola sea monster killed the other boys one by one. In 1965, McCleary penned an article for Fate magazine in which he told his story. We got... We began by saying March 26, 1962 was a warm, beautiful Saturday. When his phone rang, his buddy Eric Rule was on the other end. Eric asked McCleary to go diving with him and some friends off the coast of Pensacola. The group of boys intended to explore the partially submerged shipwreck of the USS Massachusetts. The group set off for the shipwreck in a seven-foot Air Force life raft. Before they reached their destination, the weather turned, the sky went black, and the wind picked up. Heavy rain pelted the boys, and waves battered their raft. The rough water began pulling their raft out to sea. In an effort to stay afloat, the boys paddled towards a buoy and attempted to tie their raft. However, they missed the rope and went and were helpless in the stormy seas. At some point, the rain finally stopped and waves calmed. In fact, the water became so still and quiet as a tranquil lake 
Then a heavy fog rolled in and blanketed the boys. In the stuffy, moist atmosphere, an undiscovered tomb. Oh, of an undiscovered tomb, McCleary said. For the first time in my life, I was really scared. As the boys waited for the fog to lift, they heard splashing and were overcome by the disgusting odor of dead fish, said McCleary. Again, we heard the splash, and now, through the fog, we could make out what looked like a telephone pole. It was about ten feet high, with a bulb on the top. It stood erect for a moment, and then bent in the middle and dove under. The sickening odor filled the air. The strange creature let out a high-pitched whine that broke the silence. Rather than sitting there wrapped with a sea monster lurking nearby, the boys (laughs) decided to try and swim to safety. They put on their flippers and headed to the USS Massachusetts, where they would stand a better chance of surviving their ordeal. As they swam away, the monster claimed its first victim. The boys heard a scream, and then Warrens shouted, Hey, help me! It's got Brad! Warren's words turned to a sharp scream, and he was gone. Larry and Eric swam with McCleary, but Larry lagged behind and fell victim to the monster. McCleary and Eric dived and searched for their friend to no avail. During the swim for their lives, Eric developed cramps. <laughs> Damn. Oof. <laughs> Not the swimming cramps. <laughs> uh, McCleary helped him swim and kept him afloat until a wave separated the two. The monster struck again. Right next to Eric, the telephone pole-like figure broke water, said McCleary. The creature bent down and dove onto Eric, dragging him under. The sun awakened Eric the next morning. He was near Fort McRae, and he had spent a yeah, McRae. Um, he had spent the early morning hours in an old gun emplacement. Not sure what that means. A helicopter transported McCleary to a hospital at the Navy base in Pensacola. From the hospital, McCleary told his story to the director of the rescue unit, E.E. E. McGovern. McCleary asked if rescue personnel had found his friends. McGovern informed him that, unfortunately, the other boys were still missing. McCleary asked McGovern if he believed him. McGovern replied, The sea is a lot of secrets. That's, sorry about what? the, like, JFK voice. I that know. was not what I was going for. These people are from Florida. <laughs> sorry. What do Floridans sound like? I don't know. Like The so? sea has a lot of secrets. There are a lot of things we don't know about people. People don't believe things because they're afraid to. Yes, I believe you, but there's not much else I can do. Was that? That's a sure. <laughs> sure. Um, McCleary also told his tales to news reporters that interviewed him. They intentionally left the Pensacola sea monster out of their reports. They told McCleary it was better left unmentioned for all concerned. There are many theories floating around as to what actually happened in this case. Writing for the Center for Fortean Zoology in 2011, Michael Newton picked the case apart piece by piece and concluded the affair was a hoax. In short, Newton asserted everything from weather to the boys involved in the story is a lie. From the weather to the boys involved in the story is a lie, said Newton. Unless McCleary someday offers evidence supporting his account, whatever that might be after the passage of nearly half a century, logic demands dismissal of his claim. McCleary died in 2016. Damn it! Oof. And to the best of my knowledge, he did not change his story or offer any further clarification that would placate those that called him a hoaxer. Those who did not accuse McCleary of perpetuating a hoax but want a more palatable answer than a sea monster eating four teenagers have offered explanation. One theory supposes that the boys fell victim to a North American right whale, a species of baleen whale, a commander Oh, a, com- a commander on Reddit. <laughs> Sorry. It says commenter, but I like commander instead. A commander on Reddit <laughs> offered the following analysis. <laughs> it rises mysteriously up out of the water, glides along, turns to the side, sometimes sinks back down without a trace. In the right or wrong light, the baleen can look almost invisible, and all you see is the skinny top part, which looks remarkably like a neck plus head. In fact, a couple years ago, there was a sea serpent report, plus a YouTube video taken by some excited boaters in Ireland that turned out to be an N-A-R-W, rare now in Ireland, but historically used to occur there. In the videos, the boaters are totally freaking out about it. The The size 10 feet long and motion rising up, gliding along, sinking back down, matches McClear's description. And the N-A-R-W, do NAR? I don't really know what that's 
is do occur oh. off Florida in the month that he saw it, March. They are still quite rare in the 1960s, and we have not, and we had not yet discovered their calving grounds. Turn turns out they calve off Florida, in fact, and so it would have been rare enough sighting that McCleary wouldn't have known this was a possible explanation. Another explanation which seems plausible to me is that the sea monster aspect of McCleary's story is a false memory brought on by the stress of traumatic event. Blah, blah, blah. You can get the rest. Nar is North American right whale. Oh. It's an abbreviation. Uh, okay. That's helpful to know. I'm just a stupid. Is that it? Um. Yep, that's basically it. Hmm. Well, I'm certainly inclined to believe the whale thing. Yeah, you're leaning, leaning towards the whale. Yeah, or maybe like an orca. I, I guess I, mean, I don't know if orcas live around there. Ah, uh, I don't know if I would. But like, have you ever seen like an orca dorsal fin? Like they kind of are tall and like. They can kind of droop a little bit. Yeah, the maps I'm looking at say orcas can be around the Gulf of Mexico and Pensacola. I guess so. So, yeah, it could have been an orca. It could have been... I mean... <laughs> by the way, there is a little picture here, <laughs> which I'm going to send to you just because it's silly. Um, a little photograph. <laughs> It's, uh, for the viewer at home, it is a very chicken scratch style <laughs> kind of doodle, one of which you might find guy. on, like, a napkin. It seems that McCleary, the guy himself, made the drawing. I think that's his name on it. Uh, hey. But it's definitely, like, I don't know. It's it's your average plesiosaur-looking motherfucker next to, like, a, a little buoy, but it's just very, like, it looks like ms paint-esque in its execution mm -hmm. anyway so you're inclined to believe guy. the the orca story or the, I'm just the whale story that. i guess i'm whale story my theory orca more so than right whale because why specifically because they got those super tall dorsal fins that like are black and they like sometimes they flop a little bit and they could also attack people. Mm. I see your point. I mean, they don't usually, but it's definitely possible. It's more I, I would believe an orca would attack someone before like a right whale. I have to say, I for one am a huge fan of basically any kind of like i think a lot of times when people are talking about cryptids there's a lot of people who are really peeved by the fact that there's a lot of like water cryptids because it's so hard to explain them you know like i don't know like i feel water like people get really upset about to me though that's well yeah i think that's what i like about water cryptids is because usually i feel like they feel more like i don't know who knows what's in the fucking water well I know yeah that we've I mean, got plenty I know, of the ocean to explore. I know I tend to be a bit more of the detractor in these situations, but like, if there is weird shit on this planet, like, it's gotta be in the ocean, right? Like, yeah. There's just so much ocean. In, like, but there are plenty of, like... Already weird stuff in it. Yeah. Well, and then there's plenty... I mean, there's plenty of things that are just, like, globsters that people just, like have a really hard time with but i think i don't know i know that every single time a globster is brought up everybody's like oh it's just an overwhelm but like i don't know they're pretty compelling to me in a lot of ways mm. but i guess this is not a globster what's it this is what are you talking about? okay a globster for those who are uninitiated for those of you who don't spend too much time looking into these things a globster is defined as kind of like Anything that washes up on a beach in a state of decay that makes it, like, unrecognizable as a creature. I'll right. just look at the, like, images. That makes sense. But, like, like, it's pretty easy to get the idea. Lots of times it's just, like, a dead whale that will wash up on a beach and everybody's like, what's this thing? 
and it's right. literally just a whale. Um, but there's a lot of lobsters out there that have become like famous because they're unidentifiable. So, right. um, but I feel like a lot of people are like really put off by them and like aquatic type cryptids because it's so easy to be like, well, it's just the big ocean. Like, who knows what it is? That there's just a lot of cryptids that are just like globster number 184 kind of type Globster. deal. <laughs> Yo, but this up? is not a lobster. Like lobster nine two eight seven three. <laughs> Coming at you from the beaches of Florida, Pensacola, Pensacola, Florida. Yeah, I just wish that. I mean, we got the description of this thing being very plesiosaur esque. So this kind of harkens back to like the different. Like, I feel like there's two types of like water based cryptids. There's the lobster, and then there's the Loch Ness monster adjacent thing, aka probably mm. a plesiosaur. Um, which is also like a thing you see brought up a lot is a lot of people in the cryptid community are like, well, who knows? Maybe plesiosaurs are just still around, and that's what yeah. we keep seeing. Which, um, I pretty so much knows? Up all the plesiosaur ones to orcas. They don't like, look the same though. They you... but like like those dorsal fins, like they look like that Loch Ness monster picture. Plesiosaurs ain't got dorsal fins. Yeah, but, like, from a distance, like, you just see, like, a tall, black, skinny thing poke out of the water. Uh, I guess. Like, I don't know. Just I suppose. It's been a hot minute since I've looked at a orca. Like, it's just a tall, <laughs> black, see. skinny thing that, like, pops out, you know, and then goes back under. I guess so, Yeah. No, I suppose that I could see. But that doesn't really explain the head part, though. Maybe it's a market with a growth. I don't know. Maybe he's a fucked up guy. Um, but anyways. I, I have to say, I enjoy this story. The one thing that I do wish was that, like, we had proof of whether or not these four dudes died. Like, that I would say true. that that's, that's the weakest part to detail. me. There's a lot yeah, of like, lacking details. Yeah, like, a lot of this is, like, fun to me. And, it, like, it could be kind of believable, I guess, if it's, like, oh, we have, like, like, maybe, like, somebody went missing and then he showed up later. It just seems weird to me that you would plan, like, if this is a hoax, that you would plan a hoax where you just have such, like, non... Like, how are you gonna, like, show up in your community and be, like, four dudes died and not have it, like, be totally exposed right away, you know? Yeah, and not have that corroborated. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. I mean, I think even in the 60s, it wasn't too hard to, like, know whether or not four dudes just straight up died overnight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I have to say, that's the one, that's the one hang up for me about this story, is that McCleary has not provided literally any actual evidence as to, like, the death of like just four guys. Mm -hmm. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. Well, on that note, that's all the time we have for today. It Thank is. you so much for listening, all of y'all out in Slide Rock. And you guys are the true homies. If you're listening from somewhere else, well, I mean, you you can consider yourself maybe a citizen of Slide Rock too. You guys are also the true homies. Member. Basically, if you listen to the show at all, you're a true homie. Yeah. Uh, thank you to Carthage for the music at the beginning. You can find him on Instagram at the 28th Waffle with two Fs. Um, and yeah, we might start thinking about, I don't know. This show has zero social media presence, so maybe we'll think about that. Uh, but it We'll give an update on that next week. In the meantime, keep your head up and watch out for that bolter. Watch out for that bolter.